0: You're listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. This week was filled with a bunch of stablecoin news. Facebook's Libra Association rebranded to the Diem Association. Visa is connecting its 60 million merchants to the stablecoin USDC on the Ethereum blockchain. But the biggest news was a crazy new bill that was introduced to Congress yesterday – The STABLE Act, which stands for Stablecoin Tethering and Bank Licensing Enforcement. They always have such great acronyms for their terrible laws. It's pitched as a way to protect consumers from the risks posed by emerging digital payment instruments, and would require issuers of stablecoins to obtain a banking charter. And thank goodness for that protection, because no banks that have a banking charter have ever screwed over customers before. They said, digital currencies, whose value is permanently pegged to or stabilized against a conventional currency like the dollar, pose new regulatory challenges while also represent a growing source of the market, liquidity and credit risk. The Stable Act would require any bank issuing a stablecoin to notify and obtain approval from the Fed, the FDIC and the appropriate banking agency six months prior to its issuance and maintain an ongoing analysis of potential systemic impacts and risks. Hi, Fed? Yeah, we'd like to release a currency that will compete with yours. Will that competition be a problem for you or the banks that we're trying to make obsolete? Here's an interesting part. Stablecoin issuers must either obtain FDIC insurance, or otherwise maintain reserves at the Federal Reserve. Well, that first option isn't viable at all. The whole reason Wyoming bypassed the FDIC with their new Special Purpose Depository Institute, SPDI, or Crypto Bank, is precisely because the FDIC regards crypto as a high risk industry. They won't insure accounts related to the industry, so for that reason, banks routinely shut down these accounts. But as we already mentioned, this law would also require you to become a bank. Great news for entrenched interests like Chase, who already have a banking charter, and also have their own stablecoin. Not so great for allowing competition to Chase. Luckily, the new bank charters in Wyoming do provide some optionality. However, the application process to be granted a banking charter for an SPDI is still an incredibly complex and expensive process. And now, if you're approved, you'll then have to give a bunch more money to the Fed under this new law. A congresswoman who sponsored the bill, Radisha Talib, said preventing cryptocurrency providers from repeating the crimes against low- and moderate-income residents of color traditional banks have is critically important. That's why I'm proud to introduce the STABLE Act. Jill Carlson rightly pointed out that cryptocurrencies like stablecoins are highly inclusive of the underbanked, and the STABLE Act will hurt this progress by erecting more barriers to entry. Indeed, it does seem highly suspicious that the Act seems to further entrench the interests of juggernauts like J.P. Morgan Chase to the detriment of those who are looking for alternatives to the banking system rather than forced participation in it. Well, We'll see if it passes. Before you go, hit the like and subscribe buttons, and if you'd like to support the channel go to naomibrockwell.com slash memberships and sign up for exclusive content, or head to cointree.app slash naomibrockwell and leave a comment on my wall. To watch the video version of this episode, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute or Library.io. And I'm a